Hello everyone, welcome to Doctor Who. I am here with Moose to my left. Howdy. I have Jax across from me. Well, hey there. We have Light next to him. Greetings. And we have Jen next to him. Hello. We are all here. We're going to talk about episode two of Doctor Who called End of the World. Yeah. The end of the world. The end of the world. First of all, how did everyone like it? Eh. This isn't your favorite? No, it's not my favorite. It doesn't seem terribly substantial. Um, I don't know. This one had high points and low points for me. Like, I I was okay with it, but yeah, it was, usually, it struggled. Yeah, usually this is one that I kind of usually skip. Hmm. There's or, not a whole lot of story going on. It's not one that I remember. It's not. It doesn't stand out, really, in all of Doctor Who-dom for me. Well, this episode is more gearing towards more like the classic series where mm. you know not a lot happens in one single episode in the classic series they have a four um four episode story arc and even still they're not full of the adventure of a whole bunch of running around like we have come to know doctor mm. who that's true that's true yeah because in the later series there's a, there is a lot more going on this is more just a, a throughput and i was actually kind of surprised we didn't see more of rose in this episode she's really stuck in a in a room she's locked in a room for i wouldn't say half of the episode but a great deal of the episode yeah so it's really more come on she makes people angry hey (laughs) that's true that's very true almost dies a couple times come on (laughs) classic classic stuff (laughs) yeah the scale of this episode is pretty small as far as location wise usually they're running around here they're all over the place and this is just kind of like three rooms that's about it. Three rooms. You're resified. They zoomed out, yeah, That's on cool. the on the <laughs> station, and it was huge. And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's definitely not that big in my mind's eye. Yeah, really. It, it. it didn't feel like it was really that big. They could have done a lot more with the uh, production of the you know design of the of the space station. Budget. That's true. They did have a lot. They they spent almost the entire budget for CGI on this one episode. To be fair. The earth burning looked sweeter than I remembered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, according according to my trivia, they had uh, 203 visual effects in this episode. Oh wow, 203. Yep the major of the, the majority of the series budget, uh, the the series effects budget was used for this episode because the story required more CGI effects than any other story in this season. Yeah, which is why there's almost no set. It's like a couple of rooms and then some windows full mm-hmm. of money. <laughs> when Money windows, making it rain. Yeah, but yeah, I remember like every time they ran by those curtains, I'm like, ah, oh, there's like, there's just storage back there for mics or something oh, I'm sure. because they're just blowing in the wind. I'm like, yeah. oh, the black yeah. curtains. They're, they're not, there's nothing yeah. there. Standard. There's no answer, my friend. So, so yeah, I mean, other episodes they're running around London. They've got actual locations. This one was all very contained. The future ones are tough with that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so what did everyone like about this episode? What did what what did you like about it? Raffalo. Raffalo is my favorite. That's the name of the the blue girl. The blue girl. The mm-hmm. um, the plumber. The plumber. The plumber. Yeah. Right. Why is she your favorite? She is one of my favorite little bit characters in this whole first series. I don't mm. know. I just her spirit and her creation. Like she created a character in like 
30 seconds of life. That's mm-hmm. it. That's all we got. Yeah, you do see a lot of information in very short amount of time about her character. Yeah. That is very interesting. Good. And just she seemed like she understood a whole the whole backstory about her character is what I felt like. She had this mm-hmm. whole story in her head and it just made her come alive. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. props to random actor. <laughs> oh, if only I knew her name. Yeah. To IMDb. No, not right <laughs> Anybody else? Anything stand out? I actually um, really love this episode. Really? Yes, I do. Is that so? Well, you know, the, this time, because I remember thinking back, back about it, and I'm like, oh, I'm not really looking forward to this episode. It's not one of my favorites. But this time when I watched it, it was, I really did like it. I think it was good. But what, what, what made you say that? Well, mainly the tree people, quite mm-hmm. honestly. Um, mm-hmm. They're fantastic, just makeup use and how they... I don't know like they did create a tree culture that felt very earthy and very um i don't know tree like for very lack of a better term real um well she's descended from the rainforest from the Amazon. Yes. right yes it's very true um i don't know uh, i did like her character design yeah um as far as like adventure and plotline pretty shallow pretty like 90s was it 90s or yeah, early 2005? Yeah, 2005. Mm-hmm. Early 2000. It's okay. It's the basically. 90s didn't end until 2005. Yeah. <laughs> the room that Rose was locked in always reminds me of a Britney Spears musical <gasps> set. Well, that's probably why Britney Spears was in this, yeah. this episode. <laughs> she made a cameo in the quote-unquote iPod. Yes. Love mm. the iPod. Actually, oh, funny her story. Song made a cameo. Her, yes, her song made a cameo. Funny story, that song actually never came out on record. So they had they had to make a dummy record for that song and then play it in the mm. huh. in the this probably Britney Spears Nickelodeon now. yeah it probably is right now yeah because records are back in fashion again mm-hmm. everything's on vinyl now oh yeah all the cool kids the are point. doing it well you should see our fabulous vinyl collection I saw a stack up there yeah it's pretty massive. sure I saw John Denver You're toxic oh yeah yeah we do not have toxic that's that's next on our list. <laughs> <laughs> I have to see what, you know, is in stock at half price books on clearance for 50 cents. 50 mm. cents, 25 cents, that's all good. All right, so uh, we talked about what we liked about this al- uh, this album, <laughs> this episode. episode. <laughs> uh, what did we not like about it? Um, I mean, like we talked about plot. That was kind of a shallow plot. Um, well, I guess, just kind of what I said about the the scale of just feeling very small. Okay. Due to the constrained settings. Yeah. I felt this this episode kind of made me ask a couple of questions to myself. Namely, you know, it, this is the first time that Rose really sees anything of time travel. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, the doctor wants to um wants to show off and so he's like, Oh, let's take her to the end of the world. He wants to be so impressive. He wants to be so impressive. He mm-hmm. is so impressive. He's adorable so when he's trying to be impressive. Yeah, so he, so so I, I asked, like, what do you want to see? How about the death of the only planet you've ever known and loved? As a first date. Thanks a you lot, know? face of Bo. You know? What's she's your pretty, problem? She's pretty underawed by it, too. Like, oh, like, oh time travel. Yeah. Cool. No big deal. My mom's dead. Like, I don't, there'd be a lot more thoughts, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... That was annoying. How she gets there and she just flips out about being. It's like it's time travel. You could just go back. Come on. Yeah. 
Why are you getting all philosophical for those, about everyone being dead and everything changing? It's except like, for what those, do you care? You'll be dead yeah. by then. Yeah, you, you, can, you can go back whenever you want to, except for those small times where you can't go back because of plot. She doesn't know that. Because <laughs> you're already there. Yeah, no. she definitely doesn't time know that. Machine. A couple I, episodes from now. I do think, in some aspects, this episode does do a good job of showing multiple aspects of the Doctor as far as different sides of him, because there is that one point that he has with the, with the tree lady. And remind me, after I make this point, that we need to talk about the plot of this show for people who've never seen it, because we haven't done that yet. But... Um, yeah, he he has that that intimate moment with the tree, uh, the tree woman, and he We're cries. Not talking about when he when he breathes on her. No, 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 no. No, after, after, that, after that. that. No, so he cries with the with the tree woman. Did he actually she cry? Has, yeah, looked like he was no tears. Tears. Well, oh, he had he had one drop, one eye drop. She has a lot of one empathy. Tear. She does. Yeah, like, she, except when she's talking to Rose. Yeah. I bet she's she gets it from like, the giving tree. Yeah. I bet she's a, a descendant gi- of the giving tree. Giving tree. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I could tell. Mm-hmm. I could definitely tell. Yeah. Which I got yes. to thinking about it. And the whole air from my lungs, like you laugh it off as a joke, but she's a tree. She's a tree. Yeah. That's yeah, a big like, deal. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, yeah. If you have bad air in your lungs, like that would be super offensive. So somehow the doctor was able to wow her. Oh, absolutely. Breath. Maybe yeah. he like used Mento or something. Mentos. The fresh answer. That's fantastic. Uh, so, who wants to give it a synopsis of the the episode that we saw? Jax, do you want to take a swing at it? Uh, let's see what we got. This is going to be the highly ten series. ten minutes into the the podcast, we're doing a synopsis of the, the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess we forgot about that. Um, but yes, yeah, so pick up basically exactly where the last one ended. She runs through the door at the end of the first episode, and she runs out the inside of the door at the beginning of this episode. And the doctor asks her, okay, time machine, what do you want to do, forward or backward? And she says, uh, I don't know, forward, 100 years, whatever. She's all unimpressed when he takes her really far forward. So he's like, okay, we're going to go super far. And they end up at what turns out to be the day the Earth dies and the sun explodes. Which is funny that she wasn't impressed because they didn't even get out of the TARDIS. Yeah. (laughs) They were too busy showing off for each other. (laughs) <laughs> Whatever. Being all flirty. Anyway, they're on this observation platform thing up in orbit. Bunch of rich people are there to watch the planet explode because whatever. I guess that's what they do with their time. Why not? Uh, Rose gets all sad about it because it's the future. Everyone's dead. Now the planet's dying. Who knows? Um, she gets overwhelmed with all the alien people. Runs off by herself. Gets upset. Gets angsty. Um, and then things happen. So, yeah. so these little robots uh, make make the sun shield go down, and and is going to fry everyone. And it turns out that Lady Cassandra, the skin person, is the last human. the last quote unquote human. Yeah, the sheet of skin. The sheet of skin, as as they call not it. Not just a skin person. Not just a skin. I person. am a skin person. She's not a skin. She's just <laughs> a sheet of skin. She's a sheet of skin. She's a, a she's a trampoline. Exactly yes. a, tra- yeah, a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, she was all behind it, and uh, the doctor saves the day by putting all putting the shield back up, and that's Fixing basically stuff. the the end of the the episode. They go back to London at the end, and she's kind of in trauma at the end of that, and it's like, oh, I could go for some chips, but then they're okay. And then they're okay. But I think it's funny though, but because she gets over it. 
because mm-hmm. here the doctor is, you know, saying where he's from and how there was a war and he's the last of them. And she just interrupts him and says, let's go eat. You can pay. <laughs> I'm hungry. Let's go get some French fries. Classic human. <laughs> Classic human. Oh, so some, some plot questions came up to my mind while I was watching this. Why would the sun filter be bound to a single key on the host keyboard? Like, I realize that the the little scorpion things or the spider yeah. things. Scorpion. I don't know. The the spider things were kind of sabotaging in the background anyways, but yep. I don't think that even at that point, the sun filter would be on one key no. on his keyboard. It's like, really? You think it'd at least be a two-key command. Right, like Control-S. I don't know. Something like that. Um... The, at the at the very end when he has to go through the fans in the in the cooling room, he has this very zen who, moment. Who designed that room? Those fans are unsafe, terribly it, unsafe. Osha would have a field day. I chose that well, as my. Osha got blown hmm. a bit by the that, That's your moment, yeah. Osha. Fans, seriously, yeah. and like they're spinning just as fast when he walks back to the fried tree lady as they were when he was trying to go out there and she was holding the thing down and he just like yeah. boss walks through them. Like and he just boss. doesn't care. Yeah. But it's like, oh, this woman's life is at stake. I'm going to spend... He spends a significant amount of time looking around mm-hmm. and acting like he's scared when he summons this Time Lord power and goes through, like, a speeding fast... It makes, I do have a comment about that. That whole room makes no sense. Center. That is the worst thought-out scene, like, I think, why? in this whole Curse thing. Curse the Time Lords. <laughs> why is that not ever discussed again? Like, that was, like, a Zen moment. I said... Uh, why did the how did the doctor get through the last fan? Did he phase through it? This is something that's never discussed again. Like if this is a power that time lords have, their power why is isn't good it timing? Oh, there you go. <laughs> but if it was good timing, why was he spending so much time trying to time his? Because it run? mattered. I don't know. <laughs> Not really, really getting into the technical side of. I know, I know, but this is what that's what this is here. This never comes TV up again. It, yeah. Time. At this point, it's still low budget. Maybe they realized it was terrible and they decided not to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> do we do we know who wrote this episode? Davies. It was Davies. Davies? Mm-hmm. Oh, that would explain it. Hey, <laughs> you take that back. I kid. While I we're kid. talking about like Moffat had like five good episodes and then he reused the same storyline over and over again. That's true. So you quiet. <laughs> Anyways, it'll be fun when we get there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, another one of those little weird technical things that bugged me was when he's going through his clever ideas thing and he's like oh here's the teleporter thing whatever mm-hmm. and he's like if you're as clever as me you can reverse it and then all <laughs> he, he literally just... does is just turn a knob <laughs> yeah it's so like i'm gonna turn it from forward to reverse yeah, he didn't even use his sonic screwdriver no he, he doesn't knob. i was expecting him to like zap it or something and all he does is fl- like turn a knob yeah it's or like, at least go uh, zen again that was so hard the sonic really does very little in this episode there mm-hmm. were a lot of times where i expected him to use it and i'm like oh he didn't actually use it yeah. even the tree lady like captured the uh the spider with her little vine that was not supposed to be shown <laughs> to anybody i'm just yeah like, scandalous all right very scandalous that, the, the that was another thing that did didn't really nothing. I mean, the, the tree ladies, or the tree ladies, the tree people don't really come up again, I don't think, unless if I'm mistaken. I, I feel like there's tree people again at some point, much later. There Maybe. Are it just tree has people, a, but it's not the same. Not people. the same yeah. type of people, and they don't, like, that 
that go-go gadget limb never never <laughs> happens again. Whip. The vine whip. She there you go. Let's go whip. Pokemon on this. They do something really similar with the lizard people later. They have a mm. very mm -hmm. similar tactic, but that's true. They're about the closest thing I can think of to the tree people right now. They're, yeah, 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 Cute, yeah. Origins on Earth. Sorry. Yeah, that's true. You know, every time I know Jax is going to get this reference, but every time I Here see Cassandra, I think of the thumb movies. <laughs> <laughs> every time I it's see the face. her the face, face and her and her eyes, because her mm -hmm. eyes are kind of dodgy. <laughs> if anybody's ever seen the Thumb movies, Thumb Wars, Thumb Tannic, Bad Thumb, don't watch I them. hate those movies. Thumb, the God Thumb, that's don't, another God one. Don't thumb. suffer. <laughs> I've only seen the Thumb Tannic. I've only oh. seen Thumb Wars. Like I've seen it two or three times. Oh, but. my grandparents when I was growing up had all of them. It was fantastic. I loved every what? minute, except for God Thumb. I didn't like that one. What? And then they had Franken Thumb. Grandparents. Yeah, they were really cool. They were. They were. Wow. Yeah. Our grandparents no, were very different. They still are. I always thought the thumb things were like a YouTube special or something. No, they no, were. Actually, no, this was this way was before. before the YouTubes. Yeah. Yes. This was way I, before YouTube. I didn't know they were that old. I remember oh, the VHS yes. tapes at Suncoast Video at the mall. You remember the thumb movies? At yes. That's VHS? Yes. Wow. That's way back. Man, so, we just dated ourselves. But on Cassandra, <laughs> it's really weird. Her... The weirdest part about well, there's a lot of weird things about her. Uh, the weirdest thing I've I keep remembering about this uh, in this episode about her is she's like, yeah, back on Earth when I was a little boy. <laughs> yeah, and we yeah, actually I totally, go. I totally uh, forgot that. But that, we go back, yeah. and and she's and she's a woman, a woman, and prides herself on being a woman, and mm -hmm. it still is named. I don't know if that was a messed up, messed up line, or it has no significance to the plot. So well, I'm like, it can't be. Maybe they didn't expect to bring her character back. Probably, they but. they did expect to get her back once because they because they asked her if she wanted to be uh, to re-record the next episode that she's in. Okay, but that might have been later on. That's true. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, yeah I, mm -hmm. all of these are going to be spoilers. Just oh, we're just going to stop saying that. That's all right. <laughs> that's all right. I I think it was Deal a device to show yeah. how ignorant she was actually of the earth, because I mean she's over two thousand years old. How much can you actually remember about your childhood? She when you have such an extensive life especially yeah. if you're around so many aliens for such a long time you may not necessarily remember what your species genders were yeah mm. and especially one that doesn't care about anything or anyone else mm -hmm. besides yourself because i mean you know someone could argue that well rory he remembered everything and you know he was the last centurion and he you know was alive for over two thousand years but i mean he had a reason mm -hmm. he was on earth the whole yes time. And he didn't have his everything surgically reduced exactly. to a single plane. That's true. I will say I do enjoy next episode with Cassandra in it mm -hmm. a lot more mm -hmm. than I did with this She's one. She's a much better character. Yeah. A lot more, shall we say, fleshed out. Oh. Um, I was going to say less two-dimensional. Yeah, <laughs> it would work too. That certainly worked. How the is she talking, though? That's she, a very like her mouth is just see, a hole. It's just that a you hole. Can literally yeah. see out yep. the back. Might as well just be a talk box. Yep. Like maybe yeah. it's just like projected. Yeah. She's got know. her little brain jar down in her yeah. rolly cart. That's that's what I wrote down that stood out to me in this episode was I hadn't never noticed the brain jar before oh. in this episode, and Interesting. just how odd of a perspective that is on like well you've got she doesn't even have like a heart pump or anything she mm -hmm. just has the brain jar, and like how unrealistic that is because truly how our bodies operate 
is is random science thing. <laughs> uh, but our bodies operate very differently. Like impulses come from all over. It's not like we look at the brain and we think, oh, this is every one of somebody's memories. But no, they're really impacted by other parts of our bodies. Like yeah. ancient cultures put the seed of emotion somewhere in our stomach with even their language, with everything. And they weren't entirely wrong. There's our, our emotions and our thoughts are impacted by other parts of our bodies too. Right. So it's, I mean, it, I'm th putting way too much into it. It's also contributing to her dehumanization. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that she doesn't have other organs, but that's a very interesting point, but that's, that's what stood out to me. Uh, is just that idea of just a brain. It, it doesn't, work as a worldview and it's almost disturbing in in a sense she kind of turns into a one of the, the cybermen mm -hmm. in a sense it's just a different form yeah that's that's interesting that's very mm -hmm. interesting uh as we're talking about cassandra the an interesting note about that the original script describes uh cassandra having cabinets uh, underneath her containing the first edition of harry potter and the philosopher's stone <gasps> and the magna carta <laughs> specifically. I don't know why those specifically, but... Because hmm. England. Because I was going to say the most significant books to ever come out of England. Good old JK. Good old JK. Uh, weird. Interesting. Anything else stand out to anyone? I know that, I mean, I've been talking a lot. Light has been talking a lot. No religion on platform one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no and usage the entire of spaceship is in the shape of a cross. <laughs> I was, I was going to say it was a sword, but yes. Oh, oh. too. That too. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> well, they do, they, I would say finally reference the time war, but it is the second episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, finally. <laughs> finally, gosh, after well, 43 uh, minutes of the entire season. Right. I, I just mean, like, <laughs> it's something that happens between the seasons and the series, mm -hmm. and it's like something that we're not aware of, so now we know what happened makes everybody what you're making lots of noise that doesn't mean to <laughs> i'm be sorry i'm fidgety that's just fidgety. who i am did you get one of those fidget cubes, cubes that you yeah. see on facebook what were you gonna say that's yes. yeah oh um what i thought was weird was um when she calls her mom and is being all teary and having a sentimental moment her mom's like oh what's wrong like what like what did i do going? wrong and like the last time she saw or talked to her daughter really was in the middle of the plastic people. Mm -hmm. Like, she hasn't seen or heard from her since then, and she's not worried at all. Right, right. Although, to be fair, we don't know what time that call took place. Yeah, as far as in the timeline. I suppose day before, we can get out knows. of it that way. Or, or that, that day. The day yeah. of that attack, just in the morning. Earlier that day. Or that early uh, afternoon. Who knows? And she really didn't tell her anything. Tell yeah. her mom anything. She's super cryptic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but from the perspective of this call is happening at, at the time that it was supposed to happen, the, yeah. <laughs> top of the world. That would have been a very <laughs> strange interaction. That would have mm -hmm. been. Did the merciless doctor stand out to anyone? Oh my goodness! Oh, yes. Yeah, when he Thank just you. lets Cassandra explode. Yeah, like everything has a time. It's really. I was downright cruel. Yeah. Because, I mean, once we get into, you know, David Tennant's doctor and we, you know, Donna tells him to stop and mm -hmm. he finally does. But here, 
you know, this is Rose. And as we come to learn that Rose is just this absolute love of his life, mm-hmm. and he just totally disregards what she says. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. Well, th- at this point, I guess th- this would be a good point to bring up this question. How fast do you think the doctor fell in love with Rose? Do you think that he's in love with her while he's trying to show off at this point? Or is he well, just... No, I think he but, just likes showing off because that's who he is. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. No I don't think the fact that he that he is in love with her... I mean, you know, like, I brought that up. But obviously, when with David Tennant's doctor, he doesn't know, you know, Donna from Adam. And he thinks she's rather annoying. Yeah. But he listens to her. And I mean, you know, both... You can argue that both companions had a profound effect on him in different ways. But, you know, here Rose is totally just aghast at what is happening and what has just happened. And she's asking him to stop. And mm-hmm. he just totally disregards it and doesn't even try to give Cassandra a second chance. I think we're getting pretty seriously ahead of ourselves right now. Maybe. But I mean, Maybe. you can always Like this whole Dr. Rose relationship is ages ahead of where we are right now. But even still, the doctor is always the same man. It's happening now. But the the it's odd that it's the only time I can think of where the doctor doesn't give them a shot at doing things right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking too. It's just it, it, unless if well, even still, he he didn't actively give her an opportunity to stop what she was doing. Yeah, even when they weren't in danger. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. He was he was very very wrathful in this mm-hmm. episode for really no apparently good reason. Mm-hmm. Well, other than other than people Cassandra dying. dying, I know, but like, yeah, he was mad about the tree lady. Yeah, get that. Yeah, yeah. But... I think the whole um, everything dies thing was supposed to parallel the whole he's not saving the planet either. Mm-hmm. Cause oh, is that who you are? You just come here at the last second, save the day, and he's like, "No, I'm not here to save the planet. It's time is up, game over." Mm-hmm. And then he basically hmm. says the same thing about Cassandra, which he Shortly does talk about. Right, he does talk about that later on at, as Tenant as well, where like he knows as a Time Lord, he instinct- instinctively knows when things are supposed to happen, when things aren't supposed to happen, and when he can do things about. What which ones he can do about stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was just one of the things. But yeah, any other, I guess, final final remarks on this one? We're running 26 minutes now. Um, well, I was just going to say, in reference to last week when we talked about her only going along with him to she's got her secret little plan Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but immediately she chooses to go forward instead of back so Mm -hmm. that's true i would question how much that's in her mind right now that was also something i was thinking of as well although was was the doctor the one that asked whether she wanted to go Mm -hmm. forward in time he's like forward or back and she's like uh i don't know forward Mm. how long uh I don't know, 100 years. Like, she's not even thinking about it. I suppose, yeah. If that was an alternative or an uh, ulterior motive for her, she would have said back right away and then said specifically, I want, however, 30 years. I want to go back to this highly specific event. You would kind of want, like, proof. 18 years. I I would say you would want proof that it works. Like, I'm going in a time machine. I'm not, like, 
I don't know. The first place I would go isn't like where I would want to, what I would want to make a huge impact on my life with. It would be like, all right, I want to see if this works now. You think she'd still go backwards though? Like backwards would be in her mind. I don't know. It's just a thought. Mm. Yeah, I guess I I won't necessarily discount the uh, the idea that that is a ulterior motive for her at this point. But it is interesting to think about that she did go forward first. Mm-hmm. Maybe because it's not necessarily a, a a move on Rose's behalf, but it's more on a move on people watching. Because going forward in time is more interesting than going 15 years back in time. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, 25 years back in time, however She's old. 18. Yeah. From a writing perspective, I'd say they always knew that they were going to do that. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's oh, why sure. they wrote it that way but they did want a few episodes in front of that to get her character set up and yeah that makes sense well that. yeah it makes it more impactful their relationship means more at that point yeah. the doctor and rose yeah that's true that's true and then that interaction and in that episode again spoilers <laughs> would mean a lot more to everyone involved including people that are watching it mm. all right well excellent that was the end of the world episode the season uh series one episode two of yeah. of doctor who oh i did have one more thought yep his the psychic paper we see it for the first time here mm-hmm. we do i could have sworn that later on he says the psychic paper shows them whatever they want to see mm-hmm. or something but he here he says say it's that. what it's what i want them to see and that i could have sworn it's different later or at he, least he yeah no, you're right differently you're later. right it's it's because in Tenet, especially, I remember him saying something about the fact that it's it's whatever's written on there is from their mind. Yeah, because he always acts. Sometimes he acts surprised he by what well. he's seeing because yeah. he, he'll like flip it out and they'll be like, "Oh goodness, your Majesty!" And then he'll flip it around and be like, "Oh, holy crap!" Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Interesting plot holes everywhere. The mm-hmm. evolution of the mm-hmm. psychic paper. Yeah, yeah, I, I Maybe feel he gets a different one. <laughs> yeah, he gets a different <laughs> version. Yeah. The TARDIS gives him something new. Well, I mean... Like a sonic screwdriver. Upgrade. Yeah, that would make sense. It must be upgraded. Just a weird little thing that's stuck out. All right, well, for the next episode, we're going to do... Well, what's the new... What's the next episode? The Unquiet Dead? Yes. Mm. That one's a... That's the first scary one. Spooky Mm. scary. Too spooky for me. Too spooky. No, that's three spooky. Three spooky. It's too spooky for me. Three spooky. Four spooky. Five me. And six stop. poopy or just, something like just that. Stop. Something like that. Something Let's like wrap that. this up. Okay. <laughs> there's rules this to is, internet madness. There's always rules. They should always be. Rules. I know. This has been Doctor Who. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please join us next week for the next episode of Doctor Who when we go through season one, episode three, uh, The Unquiet Dead, like we were talking about before. This has been uh, Lincoln Six Echo. Yes. And Jack, sorry. Lloyd. <laughs> Jen. Thank you for watching. Bye. See you later. Thanks.